This is episode number 161 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade. Hello. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. How are you ladies doing? Good. We are now in March. Yep. And we are marching on. We got some nice weather this week. But then it gets cold. No. It's all good. It's all good. You get a little taste. You get a little taste of (laughs) it. <laughs> I want it to be warm. Yes, I think so. there's gonna be one more snowstorm and then what snow? There's always no. a snowstorm there's always, in March. Yeah, I think so. I think so. There's right. always like one storm in March where you're just like. Argh. Actually, yeah, it's the storm where you get like on the expressway and the sun's out and it's great, and then like halfway through your commute, like it's like five inches falls, and you're like, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah, there's always that That's like weird, and you're always like, why is it so weird? Yeah. Oh, so no. well. We are moving forward, and it is uh, it is March. It is um, Women's History Month. It is. Mm-hmm. It is also... Irish American Heritage Month. Irish American Heritage Month, <laughs> which I had no idea. So uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about uh, that, right? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. So, uh, <laughs> Nicole, why don't you start? You're talking about Women's History Month. Yeah, so March 8th was uh, International Women's Day. Um, so I, they have their own website, internationalwomensday.com, and they have a list of books. So I looked through that and uh, just some for you guys to consider that we have, uh, Malala's Magic Pencil. So Malala is an inspiration to girls and women around the world and this beautifully illustrated autobiographical picture book. She brings her story of empowerment and hope to a younger audience. And this is for ages five and up. Um, we have that here. And we also have um, in our Wonder Book collection, it's the older book. It's like more of like a chapter book, but it's another uh, book uh, by Malala. Um, so that's another one to consider, too, if you have older uh, readers. But it's the Wonder Book, which... Just remind our listeners the, what the Wonder Book is. Yeah, so it's... Um, we have picture books and chapter books and everything, but it's, like, pre-recorded. So, like, you hit play, and you, like, and it reads to you, and you, like, follow along. And it's, like... I feel like they had these when we were little, too, the books that, like, were recorded. But it's much better now. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a real voice. It's not, like, a robot voice and stuff. <laughs> um, and they're actually pretty popular. They go out a lot, so um, people really like them. Great. Um, we have Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History, featuring 40 trailblazing black women from across the world and throughout history. This educational and inspiring book relates all the true stories of women who broke boundaries and exceeded all expectations. That's also five and up. We have Hortense and the Shadow by Natalia and Lauren O'Hara, a feminist fairy tale seeped in Eastern European culture about a little girl who comes to hate her shadow. This is also for five and up. Uh, a Wrinkle in Time, which is a pretty classic book. Yes. That, and that's for five and up. Um, a Spoonful of Murder. Oh, so this is a murder mystery. A Murder Most Unladylike Mystery. It's a series by Robin Stevens. And uh, it's cute. It's about two um, girls, Daisy Wells and Hazel Wong. And they live in the UK. So it's a UK-based book. And they go on different like murder mysteries. This is good for nine and up. I think if you have like a little bubbling true crime mm-hmm. mystery child <laughs> i think it'd be fun drew. and yeah right auntie drew yep um and even though we're talking about women's history month and stuff and these books feature uh girl or female protagonists obviously anyone can read these books right um pollyanna classic that's for nine and up pride and prejudice is on here uh mm. prejudice uh 12 and up and wonder woman so the the dc icons um 
that's on here, 12 and up. And then The Truth and Lies of Ella Black by Emily Barr. Um, this is for older, this is like for young adults too, and we have that on ebook. Those are some books cool. that uh, the International Women's Day website recommend. So cool. check them out. Yeah. Nice. No little no little women on that list. <laughs> no, that. yeah, no. No. They saw the movie and they were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And we'll put that in the show notes. Oh, and we also have, yes. And then uh, Rosetta, our one of our youth services librarians, she read um, the Ella Fitzgerald book. It's like, um, I forgot the name of the series, but it's a really cute series, like a little kid uh, series. And this one's about Ella Fitzgerald. So she read that and we have it on YouTube. So And then she also did, it was part of a Take and Make program, but um if you know you didn't get to sign up for the take and make the craft uh, uses plastic straws oh, okay so it might be something that you also have at home so you can right. you know watch the video and see if that's something that you want to make if you have the materials at home or you can just watch it and read along with the cool. story yeah all right so we'll put that in the show notes too. yeah yep awesome thank you nicole yep. sarah mm-hmm. you're talking about irish american heritage month yes okay so um and that's to celebrate the irish american population Really? I thought it was these. <laughs> uh, that me? I'm, so, I think I'm in this one. How much percentage does it matter? Is any any bit of Irish in you? That's good. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, okay. yeah, anyway. yeah. And on St. Patrick's Day, everyone's, everyone's Irish. I was going to say yeah, everyone's right. Irish. So this yeah. one, they were everyone's yeah. Irish. Um, so let's see. More than 7 million Irish immigrants have come to America since the 1600s. Um, more than 40 million people in the U.S. have cl- uh, claimed some degree of Irish ancestry. There you go. There you go. Yep. There I am. I'm one of them. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. There are some, you know, key areas where a lot of uh, Irish immig- immigrants have happened to have landed. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are uh, Boston, mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. In Boston, immigration immigration rates rose from 4,000 in 1820 to 117,000 in 1850. Wow. Yes, by the 1850s and the 1860s, 28% of all people living in New York are Irish, 26% in Boston, and 16% in Philadelphia. Wow. Yeah. Um, and these stats uh, came from uh, the Yale database that we have here. Oh, very good. Very good. Yep. And Dictionary of American History. Cool. So you can get a lot more yeah. information on that. Uh, approximately 3 million Irish men and women came to America between the end of the famine and the Irish mm-hmm. independence. That's between 1856 and 1921. So a lot of times you guys know about like the first wave of immigration, the second wave of immigration. So that's when a lot of Irish and Italian uh, immigrants came here. Uh, the cities with the largest Irish-born populations are New York and Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Boston and Chicago and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Chicago. that's people yeah. who, first generation, yeah. So um, I know on a, like for you services, we have a database, Culturegrams. Oh, I love Culturegrams. Mm, yeah, that's probably is good. good as well if you're interested in yeah. this. Yeah. So um, I just pulled some titles of uh, DVDs that you might want to check out in honor of Irish Very Americans. Nice. Mm-hmm. So these movies are particularly about Irish in America. Irish in America. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is Angel's Ashes, oh. um, which was a book. A great book. Okay. Yeah. So it's a Pulitzer Prize winning memoir. It comes to life in this stirring film from acclaimed director Alan Parker, who directed Avida. Starring Academy Award winning nominee Emily Watson and Robert Carlyle. Life in impoverished Depression era Ireland holds little promise for young Frank McCourt, the oldest son in a tightly knit family. 
Living by his wits, cheered by his irrepressible spirit, and sustained by his mother's fierce love, Frank, embar Frank embarks on an inspiring journey to overcome the poverty of his childhood and reach the land of his dreams, America. Did you read, did you read Angela's Ashes? No. No, no it was a good book. Yeah. I, I recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, I was uh, working in the city, and I was also super into U2 and anything Irish because yeah. I figured right. if I was going to be into U2, I better know everything <laughs> about their their, you know, their background. Um, and that was like the book I read on the train oh, yeah. oh. going going to work and coming home. And yeah. I just like kept going and going. It's, yeah, it's a great book. And I know the audiobook. I think he, the author narrates it in his Irish brogue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, yeah. He, he seems like he's a very nice man. Yeah. And he's, he wrote the book like he was in his 50s or 60s. I mean, he's like an older mm -hmm. author, like later in life. Right. Yeah. Um, the second movie is an oldie but goodie starring Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Far and away. Far and away. Oh, what a classic. Well, they star in this critically acclaimed romantic adventure from director Ron Howard. This breathtaking epic opens on the west coast of Ireland in 1892. Joseph Donnelly, a poor tenant farmer, is determined to bring justice to an impressive landlord. Instead, he finds himself accompanying the landlord's daughter, Shannon, to America in a quest for land. Bum, bum, bum. That movie. You know what I feel about that? What? You don't like that movie? I just, you know what? I just, I, it's I, like, well, I, it's clearly on my alley. It's very romantic. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I felt like they could have had a better casting for that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I like Nicole Kidman. I like Nicole Kidman too. I just don't think she should have been in that movie. Really? Oh. Yeah, no. Oh. Definitely not Tom Cruise. Yeah, no, not Tom Cruise. Oh. <laughs> Neither of them are Irish. Well, someone <laughs> claims it's Ron Howard's best film. So. Let's get that person on the line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next movie is called uh, Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, that was cute, too. So Oscar nominee Saoirse Ronan lights up the screen as Ellis Lacey, a young Irish immigrant navigating through 1950s Brooklyn. Although her initial homesickness soon gives way to romance, when Ellis, Ellis's life is disrupted by news from her hometown, she is forced to choose between two countries and two men on opposite sides of the world. Cute. This is a little more contemporary. Yeah, I like I, I I like her. I think she's a good actress. I just think that she should not have been in that movie. But not that movie, but the Little Women movie. Oh, so. little, oh yeah. yeah. We yeah, keep yeah. going back to that movie. Yeah. I think it's, it's haunting me. Little <laughs> 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 Women are haunting me. <laughs> My hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she should win an award for that. Yeah, a Razzie Award. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and lastly, uh, which is very contemporary, is this movie called In America. Mm. From Academy Award nominee Jim Sheridan comes this deeply personal and poignant tale of a poor Irish family searching for a better life in America. Through the eyes of their spunky daughters, two anguished parents find hope and the ability to once again believe in love and magic, even amidst the dangers of New York's harrowing Hell's Kitchen. With mesmerizing performances by Samantha Morton and Jijiman Honsu. Um, in America's classic, you won't ever forget. Nice. So if I uh, said his name wrong, I do apologize. Sure, no. Well, we'll, well, we'll put those in the show notes so people can. Yeah, have I mean, I think of... all of these movies are critically acclaimed. So I don't. If you pick one, you will yeah. not um, regret it. Mm. No You'll enjoy. No it. Boondock Saints on there. No. Well, that is. Like and they have um other like sort of like Irish gangster movies right. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's not about the tale of the yeah, no, you yeah, know, experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we have plenty of uh, movies set in Ireland also. Uh -huh. Yes. 
My favorite one. I put it here. The Commitments. I love that movie. Oh, that's a fantastic yeah. movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. No. Have you been to Ireland? No. I wish. No, no Sarah? I wish. I, let me tell you. I went, um, I just, uh, 93. So I was about a year into college. Mm-hmm. And it was a life-changing experience. Really? Ireland is absolutely positively beautiful. Where'd you go? Did you go like Dublin? And so I went. Uh, I was on a tour. I was the youngest one on the tour. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> this all makes a lot of sense. That's I, okay. I, I have a clear picture of what's going yes. on. <laughs> but I'm sure. But I'm sure people loved that because they're probably like, oh no, yeah. I was like the. Yeah, I was yeah. like the old soul on the tour. Yeah. They, actually, they actually, it was the majority. You're the, of the first to bed. I, I will tell you. They <laughs> Yeah, they're all going down to the pub, and you're like, I'm going to sleep. Uh, it's funny, too, because it was, I would say, 95% of the folks on this tour, and there were about 30 of us, um, were from Australia. Oh. And they could not wrap their head around my name being Sal. Why? Because it's, it just, I don't know, it was just not. They know Italians in Australia? I, I don't know. I know, of course, there's <laughs> Italian in Australia. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not like your name is Pasquale. We used to, you know, the first, the first, uh, the first couple of <laughs> days, we had to wear name tags so everybody yeah. could, you know, know. Yeah. Um, but they just couldn't. So what the were whole they calling you? Sam, Sam, Sam. Oh, Sam. Sam, I was Sam. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's and, a good story. Not, but but no, but not like they weren't saying. Was like, this only after they drank and came back from the pub? No, no, no. no. Sam. This was, so wait, were the Irish people or the Australians or all? Everyone? No, there's all Australians. We were in Ireland. Right, but it was all, we were, all these Australians. Wait, how most, did you get like? Why you took a tour from America, but you got. Stuck with all Australians. Yes. You were thinking stuck. about stuck. It wasn't really stuck. Yeah, they yeah. were lovely, lovely people. No, I don't mean stuck, but I was um, trying to find the right yes, yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. placed with all yeah. Australians. Yes. How is that possible? Like, how did it that... Just, it was just the demographic for the particular tour. So were these Australians from Australia or yes. from America? No, from Australia. Yeah. It's probably one of those ones you signed up. It's really yeah. from all over. Yes. It was yeah. Trif- I'll, I'll say it was Trafalgar Tours. Yeah. It was a tour company. I don't know there. how this works because I don't go anywhere. No, it's okay. <laughs> Do they pick you up on your road? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, the horn? so it was a two week tour. I was in I was in England for one week and yeah. I was in Ireland for one week. Yeah. And we um we took the ferry to um to Ireland and we did the Ring of Kerry, stayed overnight in Killarney, at Cork, uh did uh Dublin a couple nights and uh, yeah. But in the countryside is just absolutely amazing. They say there's 40 shades of green. They're not kidding. And everyone there is over the top pleasant and friendly that coming from New York, you think... The Irish have a hospitality. You think that they're (laughs) they're up to something, but they're not. And yes, and you know what they say, like the gift of the gab? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. They can, you know, when you start talking to someone, a stranger, just wonderful people. I, I, I ate at, uh, of course, because I was a U2 fan mm-hmm. at the time, I ate at Bono's Brothers Restaurant, Oh, which is pretty interesting. Was uh, it good? Uh, it was. It was very good. Okay, it was a pub. Good. Yeah, it was a very pub. Phew. Yeah, it was a nice little <laughs> pub, Bono's Brothers Restaurant. And uh, I got to see the Windmill Lane, which was the studio where oh. they where they, um, where they they recorded a bunch of their albums there. Uh, did not get to meet any of the band at that point. I had to come yeah. all the way back to the United States to actually <laughs> meet the band. But when I was there, it was it was very cool. And I highly recommend for anybody who's interested, 
we have some uh, travel DVDs. Uh, oh, sure. Downstairs for our yeah. Just take a look at them, and just and, and I think you'll get very interest, interested in going. And when this whole pandemic ends, mm. it's a great flight. It's like five hours, five and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. You know, direct from JFK. Yeah. It's really nice, and and it's. Oh, I definitely think there's going to be a huge travel boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to be I just hope great. they don't, like, jack up the prices because of Oh, it. yeah, they're going to. They need to make their money they back. Make their money but back. But then people won't be able to go. People will go yeah, still, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's uh, the pent-up, what do they call it, pent-up demand yeah. Of, oh, yeah. of not having traveled for a whole year and people yeah. are just, you know. I think everything, uh, unfortunately, I think the one thing that's going to be hit real bad is the movies. Yeah, because it's not like you everyone's flocking to you know what I mean. Yeah. But I do think like restaurants and yeah. travel. I think that's all gonna They'll come back yeah. at the movies. It's yeah. gonna in concerts and like outside bars. Like yeah. I think yeah. that's well, once... they have to make some good movies. Things that are coming yeah. out are yeah. And I and I think we're gonna have to wait actually for movies because they've just haven't been making movies. And right. you know yeah. it takes time to make movies. So yeah. you figure, let's say in June they start making movies again, they're not gonna come out until the end of the yeah. year or next year. So mm-hmm. like all those great Marvel movies they're talking about. Mm. You know, they're all coming out in 22. You yeah. know, the the new Doctor Strange, the new Captain Marvel. So. Oh, I thought of you last night. What happened? <laughs> well, sometimes, like, you know, I like to watch the same movies. Did you wake week. up in the middle of the night and you just raided the refrigerator and you were like, I'm going to eat everything. I, I was thinking a little bit. No. <laughs> I watch, um, I, I start and I watch Star Wars from the beginning. Oh, cool. And then, so I'm on um, the Clone Wars. Okay. And I was like, this is awful. <laughs> and I, just, I was like, how we should talk about this? I know Sal has opinions. I haven't seen The Clone Wars. Really? Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, You're Attack, talking of, about the, Attack yeah, of the Clones. Clones. Oh, yeah. You know, I call it the Clones. I know. Okay. That's a whole different Attack of the series. Clones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, compared to the new movies, though? <laughs> well, I was just like, I can't believe how... This is... Well, I had a, a, real, a thought, okay, mm. while I was watching this, that, first of all, you know, uh, Anakin is super creepy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how, what's the age difference between Anakin and I think Padme? it's like 10 or 15 they years. They said, right. So yeah. he was how old in the first movie? Let's say he was eight and she was 18. Okay, so yeah, he... Oh, she, she's older then? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's like, even though she's like, whatever, wherever she's from... Uh, but N- she's Naboo. Nab- so she's a Nabooian. <laughs> a na- Nabooian? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, so she's 36 and he's 18. Right? So, no, 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 no. No. No, no. no she's She's 18. She, he's in, in, in the first movie, which is The Phantom Menace. Right. Let's say he's eight-ish or 10-ish. So she's 28 time. and he's 18. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's in like- In the second movie, yes. In the second movie. Yeah, so yeah. in the second movie- you need to rewatch this. I've never seen it. Because look at it. Okay, well, don't then. Because okay. then he's really creepy. And she's like, <laughs> Anakin, stop looking at me like that. And Anakin, we sh- don't, don't, you, ha- you can't talk to me like that and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he Jedi mind tricked her into falling for her. And she didn't like it at all. And I think he, he made her. Oh. Like I think him. that might be, that might be true. I do. Because yeah. she was not, she, he, and he's creepy. Like if you watch it again mm-hmm. with, like saying, oh, he's creepy and, yeah. and that's not appropriate. Like yes. Harvey Weinstein, stop. Yeah. Like you will see, you'll see that. And you'll be like, oh yeah, no, she, there's no way she went from like, don't look at me like that till I love you. Like yeah. no way. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible because when you look. Totally think so. When you look at it, when you, when like when they first, when they first <laughs> meet in that movie. Nicole's about to say something. No, no, no. no I'm, when they first I'm very meet, engaged in this. I when they first, when they it. first meet in that movie. 
you know, she's like, little Anakin, little Annie, yeah. you know, because the last time yeah. she saw him, he was that age. And she she's was, like, you'll always be little Anakin to me. Yeah. And, but, but there's like this scene where he's like literally like really like super creepy looking at her. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh. Is it just his bad acting? No. Well, it is. He is a bad actor. Yeah, I know. But no, he like chose, <laughs> like, I don't know why, but he chose to portray it like this it, yeah. it's like intense you're just like that no woman would be like mm-hmm. oh yes i like this yeah. yeah now they'd all be like i'm uncomfortable please yeah. stop and she says don't look at me like that. Yeah. that's interesting you know what that's an interesting uh uh angle i do i, I think he jedi that could be, yeah because he wanted he that, have he, you looked this up have her. you looked up the series did you google it I'm no sure. this happened to me at like two in the morning <laughs> last night i'm I like think... i need to go to sleep but <laughs> i think yeah it's interesting that you say because because if you look at it you know he seemed to be the one, at least in the first movie. This is our Women's History Month uh, conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he seemed to be the International. First one, yeah. The first one. <laughs> Truly. Intergalactic yeah. Women's History You know, that he was interested in her. Yeah. Right? But she, she knew, well, um, you know, he's he's 10 or, you know, nine years old. Yeah. So that is actually an interesting thing. So if you are bored and want to relive that movie, watch it and then look at it through that point of view. And you'll just be like, you know what? I think so. Something's something's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him because he's he becomes Darth Vader, the most powerful Sith in, in the universe. Right? Yeah, and there's no way that she was like <laughs> she would find out. Oh yeah, you killed all the 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 Padawans and all, the, and he's like, I killed them all, and she's like, It's okay. No <laughs> way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Uh-uh. I, I want to see this version of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to watch it. <laughs> see Sarah reenact it. Right. That, that's it in a nutshell, right? Have you seen it? No, no. No, no. and you just saw it again? Yeah, I was, I've seen it so many times. Have you seen uh, other Star Star no, Wars movies? No, but Steve has. No, wait, I saw the most recent new ones. Okay, you saw the yeah. Yeah, because I went with Steve. Right? Steve has oh, seen, Steve's seen them all a million times. Yeah. Text him my theory and see. <laughs> see what he says. What, what he says. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We should go deeper into this. Maybe this yeah. can be one of our movie chats. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. Really, yeah. You watch it. You'll yeah. be like, "Why'd you make me?" We'll take it. We'll take it apart, and we'll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for another episode. I loved that tangent at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that, so bad. that was planned, by the way. Um, if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, you can visit our website, uh, www.mcplpodcast.com, and there. Besides listening to older episodes, you can actually interact with us using the comment uh, feature per episode. So if you want to comment on this episode, you go to that episode, you hit comments, and then we'll see them, and it'll be very nice. Uh, Or if you just want to do it the quote-unquote old-fashioned way, you can email us, podcast at mcplibrary.org. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We will see you on the next show.